Hey everyone, welcome back to Growing and Glowing with Ella. This is the second episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first one. If you listened, if you are new, welcome. I am so excited for where this podcast is going. There's some exciting things coming already. I got some exciting opportunities after just posting my first episode, so let that be your confirmation that you can do anything in this life. And keep a lookout for signs from the universe because that's what I believe all these opportunities and things are. So the universe has been looking out for me. But today I wanted to talk to you guys about the art of independence. I have just been feeling like I need to be a little more independent myself and I kind of took a deep dive into the art of independence (laughs) How can you be independent? How can you avoid codependency? Those are going to be some of the things I'm talking about in this episode. So I hope that interests you. And if it does, just keep listening. So I'm just going to get right into it. I have three tips with a bunch of sub tips under them. So first, I want to talk about codependency. So these are some things you need to know about codependency and some ways to battle it. So if you know that you're codependent on someone, the first step would be recognizing that you are codependent. Um, And if you can recognize it, you need to go a little deeper and understand your codependent tendencies. What makes you codependent? At what point do you start relying on someone else? to do something and you can't do it yourself so maybe you rely on your partner for emotional support and they always give it to you and that's great but when your partner is stressed out and they can't give you that emotional support and you can't give it to yourself either because you are dependent on them for it then it causes a big argument about how your partner doesn't care but they really do and they just can't have you depending on them all the time and it causes all these problems it's toxic because you can't emotionally support yourself you need your partner to do it for you it's just not healthy it it stresses your partner out because they need to always be giving you emotional support and that's just an example um you could be codependent of a partner a friend a parent child any family member it could really be anyone so make sure you are staying alert and aware of what is going on in the relationships in your life Because it is really easy to fall into codependent habits that you never even had before in a new relationship or friendship. When I say relationship in this podcast, like, just assume I'm referring to relationships in general, not, like, dating relationships. Like, parent-child relationship or, like, a friendship relationship. That's what I mean when I say relationship. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, But anytime a new relationship starts in your life anything could happen. Like, it could be really, really great. It could be really beneficial. You could both support each other and make each other better people, and that is, like, the ideal relationship in this life. Like, that's why we are meant to talk with other humans and have relationships. It's so we can make each other better and share ideas and all become better versions of ourselves. We are not supposed to, like, bring other people down, whether it's on purpose or subconsciously. That's kind of how codependency is sometimes. You 
you don't really want to hurt each other, but you are just because of of your codependencies. Um, so yeah, just really make sure that you know what's going on in all the relationships in your life and yeah, make sure you don't fall into codependent tendencies and if you do, just nip it in the butt right away. If it's been going on for a long time, it's not going to be as easy to just cut out of your life and stop being codependent, but so if that's you, once you understand the ways you are being codependent on someone, you can start to find solutions. Make sure, please make sure, that you communicate with the person you are codependent on. Because if you just start changing things and acting different, and if they don't understand what you're trying to do, it's probably going to cause more arguments. It might just completely fail and blow up in your face, and you're going to go back to being codependent, just like you were. But if you communicate, communication is key in everything in life. If you communicate with the person that you're codependent on, let them know what you're concerned about and make it a team effort because it's both of you. Even if it's like one person being dependent on one other person, the second person is still affected by it. They're going to need to possibly change some things, like stop allowing the person to be codependent on them. So communicate with them, tell them that you want change. And then together, brainstorm some solutions, do some trial and error until you see progress in that codependency. Now, if the person that you're codependent on doesn't want to work on it, they probably like the codependency to an extent. And this is kind of a common thing that can happen where one person has a lot of power in a relationship and the other person who is relying on them and is codependent on them doesn't really have much power. And then that's codependency because the person who has the power needs that other person so they can like feel good about themselves and then that person who doesn't have the power needs the person with power so they can, you know, have their needs met, if you will. If that is you, you have to put yourself first and you have to leave this relationship. It's not healthy. Whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship, I don't know, siblings. Obviously, if you, like, live together as siblings, that's a little hard. But I'm thinking, like, adult life, you're on your own, um, being independent. (laughs) So if you have the power to leave a relationship like that, that is codependent and that other person just doesn't want to work on it then that's just like that's not healthy for you because the other person doesn't have your best interest in mind they don't want you to become more independent and not rely on them like they also are depending on you to rely on them and so that's really dangerous um because codependency can be on purpose if you will um I guess not really on purpose but like if the partner with more power is, you know, kind of manipulating this person and using their, the needs that they need to be met, um, against them, that's, that's kind of what I mean by that, and to me, I think you would see that mostly in a romantic relationship, but it could be, it could be anywhere. So, my second step or second tip is do not rely on other people for anything 
Now, this is kind of looking at it from a different angle. That was all just, like, getting out of a codependent relationship and, like, recognizing your codependent tendencies. Um, But this is a little bit more for, like, if you're not coming out of a codependent relationship, or if you are, it could apply to you then. But if you don't even have any experience in a codependent relationship, these will apply to you too. So do not rely on other people for anything. People owe you absolutely nothing, regardless of what you've done for them ever, unless it's like legally binding, but we're not talking about that. (laughs) Not every person is a good person, so just assume that they're not. You could do everything for someone for a year, and they could never do anything back. So just assume that everyone is going to be like that. Not to say that like you shouldn't do nice things for people, but like there's definitely a line. There's a line that you shouldn't cross where it becomes it goes from like being a nice person and doing a nice thing for someone to like being used by the other person. So just don't let yourself being taken advantage of. Assume that all people are bad people until they prove themselves wrong or like not bad people I love like seeing the good in people but like don't trust a random person you just met with like something important make sure you can do that on your own and because they owe you nothing like don't assume that they're just so nice that they're gonna do something nice for you that's what I mean like don't don't think everyone is a horrible person but don't assume that someone is nice and and is willing to help you unless they come to you and they are so something that kind of goes along with that is come prepared to everything have your own money for food or have your own food make sure you have a ride set up if you need one um don't just like show up somewhere and expect someone to buy you food or like drive you home i don't know like you you can't do that in life because what if they say no then you're screwed and even if they say yes this is something that kind of can cause resentment and anger and arguments because that person or people that you're asking to do things for you all the time whether it is because you forgot or because you don't want to pay or drive yourself over time they're going to become resentful of you for that because like, those are the nice people. Like I said, don't assume everyone is nice. Those are the nice people. And even nice people, like, their patience runs out. They can feel used and taken advantage of. And you don't want to make people feel like that. Um, obviously, you don't want that to be your intention. But I'm assuming, like, you, that's not your intention. I'm assuming you don't want to make people feel bad. But you can make people feel bad with it not being your intention. So make sure you're prepared. If someone offers to do something nice for you and you want to accept, that's totally fine. And maybe you still came prepared. So you don't know if someone is going to offer to do something nice for you until it happens. So assume that no one is going to offer you help in this world. And that takes planning, and that isn't an easy thing to do for most people, which is why being prepared all the time is such an admirable trait. That's something a lot of people want, and when you see someone who is always prepared, they always have it together. I don't know, at least for me, like, I want to be more like them. I 
like feeling like I have it together. Um, And that will become a habit over time. If you just come to everything prepared, you never don't do something, then it will become a habit. So my next little thing to go along with this is do not ever feel entitled to anything. You have to work for everything that you want. Life isn't fair. Everyone comes from a different background and it's harder for some people to do the work they need to do to get where they want to be. Just do the work to the best of your ability. With the resources that are available to you, just do what you can. Start somewhere. The most successful people, they didn't start with all the money and all the resources. They started with what they had. And obviously, you know, there's like racial issues and gender issues. And that's what I mean by everyone comes from a different background and and poverty, things like that. Um... Obviously, it is not as easy for certain people to to do certain big successful things because they don't have the same starting ground as other people. But the victim mentality is your work we- is your worst weakness. Obviously, that's not fair. Like I said, life isn't fair. It's not fair that everyone doesn't have the same opportunities and resources and It's not fair that everyone is not able to do exactly what they want to do with their life. But that's just the way life is. It's just not fair. There's no way to really fix that. So do not get stuck in the victim mentality. Bad things happen to good people. Society doesn't care. They do not care. You don't get a free pass just because something bad happened to you. Something bad has happened to every single person in their life. Obviously, the extent of how bad things were and how much they affected you changes for each bad thing that happens but just because something horrible happens to you doesn't mean you're just gonna be able to skip the hard work and just be there um there's no free passes in society well that's not true there's free passes but there's generally not free passes for bad things happening to you um, if anything, the people who have bad things happen to them are screwed over more in this society. But you can use your pain and your hardships to your advantage. Let it be your motivation. Just think, I never, ever, ever want to feel like this again. Let me work super hard and get me where I want to be. So you can't change the past, but you can change the future. And I just wanted to say that about the victim mentality because that literally is your worst weakness if you are in this world and you're like, oh, I can't do that because, I don't know, because my parents were divorced when I was younger. That's obviously kind of like a smaller thing. But my point is anything bad that happens to you You can use it to your advantage or you can sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Maybe like, maybe you got shot. I don't know. Something like that. Like you've got caught in random violence on the street and now you can't walk anymore. You could either sit in your house for the rest of your life and feel sad that that happened and feel like the world is unfair and like justice wasn't done or you can move on. You can just move on and you can 
make something of yourself. You can build yourself something. You can use this new horrible thing that happened that's now part of your story and part of you to to connect with people. So there's so much opportunity that comes out of bad things. There's so much good that you can create from something bad. And by having the victim mentality, by being like, oh, this world is horrible. No one wants to help me out. I'm, I'm just, people hate me, whatever. That literally doesn't get you anywhere. It, it, self-pity is the worst. And not to say that, like, you can't be upset over something horrible happening to you. Obviously, if something really bad happens, take some time to just, like, heal. Healing is so important. But what I mean is, like, don't spend the rest of your life using that bad thing as an excuse or sitting in self-pity and never doing the things you want to do because this bad thing happened. Don't let anything hold you back. The only way you can make the world more fair is by being successful after something bad happened to you. You know, that's like self-justice in a way. So, just just a little tip on the victim mentality. Get it out of your head. And then my third and final tip, or... I guess steps is healing after being dependent or how to become more independent. So if you're coming out of a codependent relationship, maybe these tips will help you. Or if, again, you have no experience with a codependent relationship and you just want to be more independent, these will help you. First, you have to be making decisions for yourself. Do not care at all about the opinions of strangers because they literally do not affect you. Well, they can affect you but if you decide to not let them affect you the opinion of a stranger doesn't actually change the reality of your life in any way actually no one's opinion changes the reality of your life in any way unless you let it so i would say just stop caring completely about the opinions and stranger the opinions of strangers and my last podcast was about how to follow your passions despite the opinion of others. So that has some tips on, you know, actually how to not care. I'm not going to dive deep into that in this episode. And that's a a whole other episode. But then I also want you to care a little bit less about the opinions of people who care about you. Obviously, this is going to be different for everyone because everyone has different people in in their life. If someone, if you truly know someone has your best interest at heart, their opinion is probably worth listening to because they have you first and, I don't know, they they just want the best for you as you do. So, you know if someone truly has your best interest at heart or not, and so that's really up to you if you're going to listen to the opinions of people who care about you I would say the people who care about you their opinions are valuable you do need to well not need to but I would suggest listening to them and just taking them into consideration but at the end of the day you know what's best for you you know what the next step you need to take is to get where you want to be and no one knows where you want to be except you no one feels that passion of getting to that place you want to be except you and so someone can have your best interest at heart but they're never going to feel the 
passion inside of you or the desire to do something or to have a career or I don't know whatever your end goal is so at the end of the day you do need to make your own decisions you need to make sure you're making decisions based off on based off of what you want in life and not what anybody else wants for you or for themselves there's some selfish people out there and then I would say start doing things on your own like if you go to the gym with a friend okay this is like a very specific example because I did this today I always go to the gym with my friend Haley we always go together and she couldn't go today and I was like okay the car's here I can I can drive to the gym and I can go by myself And I've never, ever gone by myself before, and I just did it today. And I was like, I feel so independent. It wasn't actually that scary. No one was looking at me. And I I worked out. I feel great. So, yeah, take yourself to the gym. Take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself shopping. Just start doing stuff by yourself. And that's not to say, like, never hang out with your friends, because social interaction is important. Make sure you're having balance in your life. But you will get to know yourself better through doing things on your own. And eventually you'll start to enjoy your alone time because you'll be you'll be able to tell what you like to do and what you want to do. And you'll just do it and you won't have to consult the person you're with, the person or people that you're with on what you're going to do when you hang out or whatever. Um, you can just go and play it by ear and do whatever you want to do so eventually you will start to enjoy that time and then finally I have be your own emotional support so I touched on this in the codependency section but you must be your own emotional support in life you just have to be no one will be there forever things happen in relationships and friendships that end them and even if they do work out people die there is no way anyone will be there forever. It's just not healthy to rely on other people in this world. You have to know how to be there for yourself and to be your own rock, no matter how many great people there are in your life, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know if they're all going to turn on you the next day or if they're literally all going to die the next day. Like, that is so dark, but it's it's the truth. Like, you have to know how to take care of yourself if something would happen to the people who are there for you if you have people who are there for you so what I would say is if you are not feeling very independent or if you're feeling codependent on someone like take some time away if you can figure out how to be independent um if you can't take time away just do it there but start focusing on being independent make that your priority And eventually you'll start to feel it. You'll get a little more confident. You'll be super comfortable doing things on your own. You'll be going to the gym, going to the store, doing everything by yourself. And you will not need anyone. Like that is my goal in life is to just have everything I need and like not rely on anybody for it. So that's my little two cents on the art of independence I hope this inspired you to be a little more independent, maybe work on it. Even if you don't feel like you're super dependent on other people, it's always good to become independent in one more way. So, yeah. I really do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. That's that's all I have about independence. If you did enjoy it, 
um, share the podcast or download. I still don't know the terminology. I really need to figure that out by episode three. But (laughs) that is all I have for you guys. So do whatever you do on podcast platforms. And thank you. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week, Tuesday. Bye, everyone.